Parenting is hard. Many days you feel inadequate to raise those energetic boys God has given you. Sometimes you feel overwhelmed by the responsibility of training your boys to be strong, courageous young men. You often feel like your efforts are futile. You may even feel like a fraud. Does that sound familiar? I know I have often felt like this, but what do you do on those days when parenting just feels overwhelming, when you feel bombarded with lies that you're just not cut out for this job? Well, that's what we are going to discuss today on this episode of Redeeming the Chaos. I'm your host, Laurie Christine. I'm an author, Bible teacher, biblical parenting coach, wife, and mom to four wild, amazing boys. This is the show for moms who may feel a bit frazzled and overwhelmed by the responsibility of raising boys. Please join me on this wild, wonderful adventure of raising courageous boys and connecting their hearts to Christ. You may or may not have noticed, but I took a little break from podcasting over the summer in order to spend more time with my family. But I am so excited to be back with you this fall. We've got some great episodes coming up over the next few months. And if you stick around to the end of the show, I will give you a sneak peek of a few of those upcoming episodes. So today we are talking about lies, lies from the enemy that tell us, we're inadequate, that we're terrible at this parenting thing, and we might as well give up. I believe there are three lies that we moms often believe. Actually, there are many more lies, but today we're going to talk about three of those lies. And the Bible is very clear that we have an enemy who wants to destroy our faith and our family, and he is a liar. In order to stand firm against the evil one, I want to help you identify a few of those lies, and then we are going to replace those lies with the truth of God's word. So those three lies that we're going to talk about today are, number one, you are failing as a mom. Number two, your efforts are futile. And number three, you are a fraud. Do you like how they all start with the letter F? I was really proud of that. Okay, so truth number one, I'm sorry, lie number one is that you are failing as a mom. You feel overwhelmed by the big emotions and the chaos that goes along with raising boys. And you feel like you're not enough to meet all of the needs of your family. There are just so many demands on you every day, and it just feels like you just can't keep up. Well, guess what? You're not enough to meet all the needs of your boys And that's okay. You shouldn't be. Only God is enough to meet those deepest needs of our children and the desires of their hearts. Sometimes we work ourselves to the point of exhaustion as moms trying to make sure that everyone in our family is happy. But it's not our job to make our kids happy. It's our job to train our boys to be godly. And it's not a job that we can handle. God does give us more than we can handle. I have a whole episode about that. We desperately need God's grace and his strength to do the job well. So what is the truth from God's word that we can use to combat the lie that you are a failure, that you're failing at this thing we call parenting? Well, the 
first truth, actually, the, I have several verses here from the Bible that will help us to combat the lie from the enemy. Psalm 103, verses 13 and 14 says, The Lord is like a father to his children, tender and compassionate to those who fear him. For he knows how weak we are. He remembers we are only dust. I think a lot of times we feel like we have to put on this strong front and we have to be strong for everybody. But God knows that we are weak and he wants us to reach out to him and rely on his strength. 2 Corinthians 12, 9 says, My grace is all you need. My power works best in weakness. So now I am glad to boast about my weaknesses so that the power of Christ can work through me. I believe that God is most glorified in our parenting when we cry out to him and say, God, I am weak. I need you. I can't do this alone. This is too much for me to handle, and I need your grace. And that is when God comes in. He says, yes, my power can now work through you because my power works best through your weakness. And then the last verse, the last truth for for the first lie that we were talking about is Psalm 46, verse 1. And it says, God is our refuge and strength. He's always ready to help in times of trouble. So when we call out to God, he promises to be our refuge and our strength, and he will give us the help that we need. Okay, so lie number two is that your efforts are futile or futile, depending how you want to pronounce it. The second lie that we believe as moms is that our efforts are futile. We work so hard, we teach, we train, we disciple, we discipline, and so many times we see very little difference in the lives of our kids. They still argue when we tell them to pick up their shoes. They still whine when it's time to mow the yard. They still hit their brothers out of anger. They scream and stomp when they didn't get the biggest piece of cake. And you wonder, will they ever change? Is anything I say to them impacting their hearts? Are my efforts useless? Well, let me remind you, Mama, that parenting is a marathon, not a sprint. You will likely need to teach your kids the same principles, the same lessons over and over again, and they may be adults when they finally get it. But don't give up and don't grow weary. Remember, God is working in our own hearts as well. I mean, how many times have you had to learn the lesson of being patient or being content? I know for me, those are lessons that God has to teach me over and over again. It's not just a lesson that I learned when I was 10 years old and now I'm good to go. So just as God continues to refine us and make us more like himself, he will also continue to work in the hearts of our kids. And when you do see those glimmers of change in your child's life, when you see evidence of the Holy Spirit working in their hearts, be sure to point that out and be sure to celebrate with them and tell them, I love how God is working in your heart. I see that change in you. And be sure to encourage them with what you see in their hearts. All right, so the truth that we are going to use to combat this lie that your efforts are futile, I have a few Bible verses for truth number two, um, Galatians 6, 9 says, so let's not get tired of doing what is good. At just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up. This is such an encouraging verse for us as moms. Don't get tired of doing what is good. You know that you're doing the right thing when you are teaching your kids, you're training them. 
and we will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up. 1 Corinthians 15, 58 says, So, my dear brothers and sisters, be strong and immovable. Always work enthusiastically for the Lord, for you know that nothing you do for the Lord is ever useless. This is another really encouraging verse about just not giving up. Keep working for the Lord. Keep doing what you know is right for your children and what is best for your children, because nothing that we do for the Lord is ever useless. Another thing to remember is that God is not only working in our hearts and in our lives, but he is working in the lives of our kids too. It's not all up to you. You can't save your children. You can't change their hearts. God is the only one who can produce heart change. And Philippians 1.6 says, I am certain that God who began the good work within you will continue his work until it is finally finished on the day when Christ Jesus returns. Mamas, if God has begun a good work in the hearts of your boys, he will continue to work in their hearts and draw them closer to him. Okay, so the third lie that we often believe is you are a fraud. I think for me, this one is the lie that I struggle with the most. When my kids are struggling with a certain character flaw or a sin issue in their lives, I find it easy to blame myself. You know, I think if only I were a better mom, then he wouldn't be acting this way. And I'm sure you have often felt that way too. We fear the condemnation of others. We are afraid that people will judge our own character based on the behavior of our children. And you know what? They just might. I mean, haven't you? Haven't you done that? I know I have. Unfortunately, I've, you know, I've seen a kid at the grocery store screaming and throwing a tantrum. And I've thought, why doesn't that mom get her act together? But when it's your kid throwing a fit, when it's my kid throwing a fit and rolling around on the floor in public, it's so easy to believe the lie that you are a fraud. How could you call yourself a Christian when your child is acting like that? Well, I have good news for you. Your value is not determined by the behavior of your children or by the opinions of others. Your identity and your value come from Christ. He knows your heart. And guess what else? Our kids are accountable to God for their own actions. Yes, we do have a responsibility to train and to teach our children, but ultimately they make their own choices. They were born with sin in their hearts that separates them from the righteousness of God. And they are need the redeeming work of Jesus in their lives, just like you do and just like I do. None of us are perfect parents. None of us have it all figured out, myself included, myself especially. I don't ever want you to think that just because I have a podcast about parenting that I've got it all together as a parent. Nope. I am walking this journey right beside you, mama. I am right here in the trenches with you. And let me tell you, I mess up a lot. I definitely need God's grace and strength and wisdom every single day. And you know what? If my kids were perfect little angels and I was a perfect mom, I don't think you would even want to listen to my podcast, would you? Because you would say, oh, she doesn't get it. She never has any problems with her kids. They're little angels. She doesn't understand what I'm dealing with. Well, 
let me tell you, I do understand and I am here to walk alongside you on this journey. So let's take a look at the truth from God's word, the truth that we can use to combat this lie that you are a fraud. Hebrews 4, 15 and 16 says, this high priest of ours, and it's talking about Jesus, Jesus is our high, our high priest. This high priest of ours understands our weaknesses, for he faced all the same testings we do, yet he did not sin. So let us come boldly to the throne of our gracious God. There we will receive his mercy and we will find grace to help when we need it most. So when you're feeling like a fraud, the solution isn't to put up this false front and feel like you have to prove to everyone that you are perfect and that you have it all together. No, God knows that we don't have it all together. He understands our weaknesses. And because of Jesus, we can come boldly into his throne and we can ask for mercy and we can ask for his grace and he will give us help when we need it most. Romans 8 Uh, verse 1, and then also verse 33, verse 1 says, so now there is no condemnation for those who belong to Jesus Christ, who belong to Christ Jesus. So we don't have to worry about what other moms think of us, what other people think of us, or our parenting choices. We are only accountable to Jesus, and there is no condemnation in Jesus. Verse 33 says, who dares accuse us whom God has chosen for his own? No one, for God himself has given us right standing with himself. Who then will condemn us? No one, for Christ Jesus died for us and was raised to life for us. And he is sitting in the place of honor at God's right hand, pleading for us. Because of Jesus, we are not condemned. The enemy cannot accuse us or make us believe that we are nothing or that we are a fraud or that we have failed because Jesus is interceding for us and no one can condemn us because of what Christ has done. And then the last verse that I want to share with you um, is Psalm ninety four nineteen, And this is a, a verse that has encouraged me many times. It says, when doubts filled my mind, your comfort gave me renewed hope and cheer. So when you are doubting your ability to parent those little boys, moms, when you are doubting that you are doing anything right or that you're making any difference, look to Jesus and allow his comfort to renew your hope and give you cheer. All right. So just to sum up the three lies that we believed along with the truth, the first lie was you are a failure and the truth is God's grace is enough. His power works best in your weakness. Lie number two was your efforts are futile. The truth is that nothing you do for the Lord is ever useless. And then lie number three, you are a fraud. But the truth is that there is no condemnation for those in Christ Jesus. So what should you do, mama, when you are bombarded with the lies of the enemy, when the evil dragon is out to destroy you? First, we need to recognize the lie. And then second, we need to replace the lie with the truth of God's word, just like we did in today's episode. This is how we put on the armor of God. That's what we are doing today as you listen to this episode. This is how we defend ourselves against the attacks of the evil one. We fight his lies with the truth of God's word. 
We take up the shield of faith and the sword of the spirit. We put on the helmet of salvation and the breastplate of righteousness. We wear the shoes of the gospel of peace. And above all, we pray. We pray in the spirit on all occasions, as it says in Ephesians chapter six. We pray for our boys, that God would protect them from evil and that they would grow up to be strong, courageous warriors for the kingdom of God. We pray for ourselves that we would recognize the lies of the evil dragon. We pray for God's grace and strength and wisdom to raise our boys to follow Christ. This practice of replacing lies with truth is so powerful. It's an exercise I do on a regular basis, and it's something that we can teach our boys to do as well. This Exercise is actually one of the journal entries in my new devotional book for boys, Rise of the Enemy. The book teaches boys that we are in a spiritual battle and we need to be prepared to fight the attacks of the evil dragon. Speaking of my book, I have some exciting news for you. You all know that my book funded successfully on Kickstarter back in May, and I am so grateful for all of you who supported the project and ordered a book through my Kickstarter campaign. And I have an update on that in just a minute. But for those of you who missed out on the campaign, I am excited to announce that my book will be available for purchase on Amazon on November 2nd, 2023. That is less than two months away. And I would love for you to consider joining the launch team for my book. Um, I have a link in the show notes for this episode. You can go to lauriechristine.com forward slash 75. Or if you go to dragonslayerbible.com, there's a button that says join the launch team. Just click on that button and there's a short application to fill out. So you may be wondering, what is a launch team? What does it do? What is involved? Well, basically, a launch team is a group of people who are excited about my book and are passionate about training boys to be strong, courageous warriors for God's kingdom. You will help me spread the word about my book in whatever way you are able. If you have a blog or a podcast or a large mailing list or social media following, or maybe you have connections with someone who does, I would love for you to join my launch team. You can find out more at dragonslayerbible.com and click the button that says join the launch team. But even if you're not interested in being part of the team, you can still support the cause by purchasing a book on November 2nd. Mark your calendars. I will, of course, be sending out email updates and reminders on the podcast as the date approaches, but I would love for you to get a copy of Rise of the Enemy in your hands. So just a quick update for those of you who backed my Kickstarter campaign. The books are currently in production and should be ready for me to pick up at the printer next week. I know that they are a few weeks later than originally promised, but this is my first time working with an illustrator and a printer, so I wasn't 100% sure what the production timeline would be. So I really appreciate your patience. I already have the bookmarks, the pens, the stickers, everything ready to go. I've got bubble mailers and labels. So as soon as I get those books, I'll be ready to package them up and ship them out to you. And lastly, I wanted to give you a quick update on the podcast and what's coming up next in future episodes. 
As I mentioned earlier, I took a break from podcasting over the summer because life just gets a little too hectic with all of my boys and my hubby home as well. We had a lot of fun family time together um, with our boys and with extended family and cousins. And, you know, I often feel guilty over the summer for not keeping up with podcasting. You know, just what we talked about, that whole fraud lie that we that we talked about earlier. But I have to remind myself that my kids need to be my priority over the summer and that my podcast can wait. Well, the kids are now all back in school. My oldest just turned 13 and he started the junior high, which is hard to believe. I can't believe I have a teenager. And my second son is 11. He's in sixth grade. My third son is nine. He's in third grade. And my baby is seven and he's in second grade. And so they're all back in school. So now I have more time to focus on podcasting. So I want to let you know about some upcoming episodes on Redeeming the Chaos this fall. We have some great interviews and topics that I am really excited about. One of the upcoming interviews will be with Katie J. Trent. She is the author of Dishing Up Devotions. And we will be talking about how to help our boys navigate relationships with friends. Katie's new book, Recipe for a Sweet Child, Creative Bible-Based Activities to Help Your Family Thrive, just released last month. So I would encourage you to go and get a copy of Katie's book wherever books are sold. Another interview coming up is with S.D. Smith. He is the author of the Green Ember series of books, you know, the ones with rabbits and swords. And we talk about how to train our boys to be dangerous to the darkness. Another upcoming interview is with Tim Shoemaker. He's the author of the very best hands-on kind of dangerous family devotions. I know I've mentioned this on the show in the past. And Tim and I talk about why dads often struggle to be spiritual leaders in the home. So you won't want to miss that episode. And then another episode I'm really excited about is the topic of celebrating our son's journey to manhood. I mentioned that our oldest son just turned 13 and we had a special manhood ceremony for him. And I can't wait to tell you all about it. Thanks again for joining me for this episode of Redeeming the Chaos. You can find the show notes for this episode at lauriechristine.com forward slash 75 or go to redeemingthechaos.com. And remember, if you are interested in joining the launch team for my book, go to dragonslayerbible.com to sign up. I hope you will join me this fall as we continue to raise strong, courageous boys for God's kingdom. 